Kingdom Revelations is a program of Royal Identity Ministries. Founder and Director Luke Niebergall has addressed the body of Christ around the world through corporate gatherings of believers. Luke serves the body of Christ as a prophetic voice by developing healthy prophetic cultures where God can move and speak. Welcome to Kingdom Revelations. One of the ways that I believe that God is actually fine-tuning our ears to hear Him is He's actually giving us a revelation on understanding dreams. You know, a lot of us, when we hear about dreams, we kind of think that God might speak through dreams in more of a sidelines type of way. I've heard different ministers share like, you know, God does speak through dreams. We, can, we see that biblically all throughout the Bible. However, God doesn't do it that frequently. We actually spend one-third of our lives sleeping. By the time that you're 60, you will have slept for about 20 years of your life. So to believe that God doesn't speak through things like dreams, we're actually putting up a wall with God, actually not believing that God is actually going to speak to us for one third of our lives. God actually wants to consistently speak to us through our dreams in the night seasons. And what I want to do right now with you guys is I want to just share with you a, a dream that a friend shared with me. And I want to walk with you almost uh, really practically on how we can actually interpret a dream properly. In this dream, she was in a building. And in this building, there was a group of people and there was almost like a party kind of taking place. And she saw some people there that she knew. There were some people who she didn't know. But she was standing there just conversing with people. When all of a sudden what she saw was she saw a snake come into the building and it was slithering on the ground and it slithered up to a person and actually slithered up the person's body and bit that person in the head. It was very odd. What my friend did is she walked over to the girl with, with two other people and they began to pray over this woman's head until the wound was healed. All of a sudden the dream shifted and she was uh, in the basement of this building with a group of people again and they were standing around and they were eating, uh, it was really random, they were eating cupcakes and right by the cupcakes there was this, this long table with a large majestic sword on it and that was the whole dream. Now this is really funny because a lot of us, we have dreams and they seem really random and really out there and we think to ourselves like this could never be from God, that it's just all over the place, it makes no sense. However, we need to understand that when God gives us dreams, he actually speaks in symbols. And even though this dream seems really random, all of these symbols, they actually create a message from the Lord that God wants to communicate. And I'm going to walk with you just on how to interpret this dream. So when we're interpreting a dream, we need to look at the, the different symbols and we need to pay attention to the different things that are taking place. So the first thing that we notice from this dream is that the woman, she wasn't in a house. She was actually in a building with a group of people and there was, there was a party taking place. That's the first thing that we notice. So if someone has a dream of a house, often a house will actually just be symbolic of the person's life. However, when it's a building and there's a group of people like this and they're all conversing, buildings are often symbolic of the kingdom of heaven or the church or the family of God. So we know that this is actually a dream talking about the church and the family of God. So what happened next in the dream? We see a snake that was slithering on the ground. Now, when we see something like this, we see a snake. What we do when we want to interpret a symbol is we can bounce it off of scripture. You know, is this symbol in scripture? Because if it is, then we might be able to draw a parallel as to what the symbol might mean. If it's not in scripture, then we can begin to ask Holy Spirit what it means. So, of course, we know that snakes are in the Bible. There's a snake in Genesis chapter 2, and it referred to the enemy. 
So when you see a snake in a dream, it's often not a good thing. Snakes are often symbolic of the enemy. They might be symbolic of spiritual warfare, deception. Uh, you know, snakes in, in its characteristics, snakes, they have a long tail. You know, so a snake might be symbolic of, uh, of say, lies because, you know, the enemy, he tells long tales. So you look at this snake, which we know is not a good thing. It's symbolic of warfare and deception. And it slithers up to this person, climbs up their body and bites them in the head. And again, in dreams, we got to pay attention to the details and ask Holy Spirit about them. You know, the snake didn't bite the person's ankle. It didn't bite their hand. It bit their head. Why did it bite their head? We need to ask Holy Spirit. So heads will often be symbolic of authority in the church. Why is that? Because in the epistles, Jesus was called the head of the church. You know, so someone being bitten in the head, it could be symbolic of an authority figure. It could be symbolic of a mindset that someone is walking in. In this dream specifically, we can't really rely on systems of, of, of symbols and stuff because Holy Spirit, he's not systematic, he's not mechanical, he's organic. So we need to ask him these things. In this dream specifically, the head was actually, uh, it was symbolic of a teacher's anointing in the church. You know, but why is that? It's because teachers are the ones in the church that actually train and equip the church on how to use their minds. That's why the head was bitten. All of a sudden in the dream, my friend, she walks up to this woman with two other people and she begins to pray over the head that was wounded. The wound gets healed and the person is completely restored. So what the first part of this dream was actually about, it was about the church. The enemy in the past has kind of swirled in with deception to taint the perception of the teacher's anointing in the church. And God is declaring over my friend that there's actually a calling over her life to bring restoration and healing to the anointing of teaching within the body of Christ. See, it's interesting because this dream initially just looked like a bunch of randomness. Really, within the symbols, there was, there was a message from the heart of God. So when we look at the second part of the dream, all of a sudden, she's in the basement of this building. Now, when you're having a dream and you're, you're dreaming about a house or a building or something like that, you need to pay attention to what room you're dreaming about because different rooms will mean different things. You know, if you dream about, say, an attic in a, in a house, it might be symbolic of memories because we store things there from past seasons. You know, or if, we, uh, or if we're dreaming about our bedroom, it might be symbolic of our intimate walk with the Lord or it might be symbolic of our marriage. So basements, like in this dream, basements are, are often symbolic of the realm of the soul because it's the deep of the deep. So all of a sudden, God wasn't focusing on this main level anymore. He was focusing on the soul of the church. And everyone's going around and they're eating cupcakes and they're celebrating. What would the cupcakes be symbolic of? They'd be symbolic of celebration, joy, restoration, the Lord's delight. And then what, what was on the table next to it? It was, it was a sword. Again, we can bounce this symbol off of Scripture. Where does it talk about swords in the Bible? In Ephesians chapter 6, it talks about how with the armor of God, we're given a sword, which is the word of the Lord. So we know that this is talking about the word of the Lord. So what does all of this mean together? It means that, you know, in the church, deception came into the church about a teacher's anointing. God was going to use my friend to bring restoration and healing to the teacher's anointing. It isn't just going to touch the sidelines or the fringes of the church, but it's actually going to touch the soul of the church. And she's actually, through her teaching anointing, is going to bring the sword of the Lord, which is the word of the Lord, to penetrate the soul of the church so that there can be restoration, celebration, and joy in this realm of the, of the family of God again. 
So I hope that gave you a bit of clarity on how you can interpret dreams. And, you know, I'm actually working on a book right now on dream interpretation. So keep your eyes out for that. And with more podcasts, I'm going to, and more episodes, I'm going to keep interpreting a few different dreams here and there just to give you guys some more insight on how you can do this and understand the language of dreams. Jesus, I just thank you for everyone who's listening right now. God, and we just thank you that you still speak today, God, and you speak through dreams. And I even just pray over everyone who's listening right now, God, that you just pour out over them, God, and I pray for an impartation for an advanced dream life, Jesus. So God, I just pray for for dreams from you to just penetrate their hearts, God, in the night season. And God, not only that, but I pray, God, that you'll just give them wisdom and revelation and tools and how how they can... uh, be able to pull the message of God out of the symbols of the dreams that they're having. So God, I just pray this over every single person listening in Jesus' name.